It's your boy Caleb Mentor. <laughs> Caleb Mentor Music at IG. He, he's taking, ladies. Sorry, he's taking. He's taking. Hello. <laughs> that, that's chaping, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. That's it. That's it. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Oh, so say hey. Uh, hey, y'all. This is the plug. This hey. Pull up, run up on the plug twice. Pull up on the plug. This is a trap house plug right here. Trap house plug. And when you say, when I say the trap house. This is a trap house queen right here. You already know it. But we can't tell y'all where we work. No. Man, no. What's up, y'all? Where's Nelly? Okay. Lawyer Bay. Lawyer Bay. Lawyer Bay. Sing it. Don't act like that. Hello. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> Hello. I'm Sintera. Um, you can follow me on Delise Creation. I make shirts. I make anything yeah. that you need. Okay. Get it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Look, we got a photographer up here. I'm trying to get you on there, bro. We got a photographer, event planner. What's up? Hey, Otika. Otika's in the building. <laughs> she called me dinner bag. Uh, uh, dinner bag. She made all y'all dinner needs. <laughs> David. Oh, my, my, um, my, uh, I ain't gonna say because y'all not got this canceled no more. Hello, it's Devin. <laughs> Janae 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 Beautiful people. Beautiful, professional, right. ratchet. Ratchet professionals. Ratchet professionals. Well, we're going to jump right into the episode 
Unless you want to talk about what you did this weekend. Nah. You don't want to talk about what? what I just feel like we in a lit situation right now. So I don't even want to talk about the weekend. I want to talk about the shit right now because we lit. Okay, let's keep it going then. Lit. Man, guess what happened to me at work today? What the hell is going on around here? I'm going to need a new job, these folks don't quit playing with me. Or how the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? Y'all seen that ass on the thing? I can buy it. Hey, ass so fat, she need a lap dance. Oh, Here go jukebox. My bad, y'all. Y'all. Hey, we live, baby. We live. We live, baby. So, I think everybody has this issue. And we've come to a, a unanimous agreement. With white people, black people. White privilege. Black, black privilege. privilege. Entitlement. I know I'm entitled no. to some shit. What you entitled to? What you mean? I want to know what you entitled to. Depending upon where I'm at, I'm entitled to some shit. Okay. Example. Example, right okay. there. So okay, let's say an example. Okay, so dating wise, if I'm with a guy, I feel like I'm entitled to sit in a car. We at the gas station. He better get his ass out and pump. But the, the trash. Get the same respect. That's 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 respect. But I'm just saying there is some entitlement. I'm not necessarily saying that it always has to be about black versus white, but just in general with Real women and women and men. So just in, in regard, I think we all have a sense of entitlement in regards to so many different aspects. However, however, it's an overkill. You know what I'm saying? Depending upon where you at. And just to go back to, I guess, the workplace and entitlement. It's hard when you're a minority. And not just saying like black minority because if you're a white person in a black environment or Hispanic in a, a Japanese environment, like it's hard to to deal with entitlement because it's something you're not accustomed to, but you have to cater to it because that's the environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Felicia said, like Felicia works in the banking industry. Right, right, right. And she mentioned that white people feel like they're entitled you know you got to show your id when you go to the bank that's just it is what it is like you got to show your id don't be coming in the bank i used to work at the bank casey used to work at the bank don't be coming to the desk and saying i ain't got to show you my id i've been banking with here 20 years bro nobody bro i didn't even know you could do that so yeah you know like so i could pull that no, no, that don't work. You pull it at the wrong bank, oh, you gonna be like, oh, oh that don't work. Oh, that button because if somebody steal your shit and they be trying to come to the bank, true. then y'all gonna have a problem. Yeah, yeah. You gonna have a real issue, true, like, true. So, yes, right. When you gonna ask me for your now, my I, ID? I do know somebody that happened to. He felt like the security wasn't deep enough on his account because he went in and they were, he didn't have his ID. They just asked him for his social security number and something else. So he felt like um, he called the bank back and was like, hey, I need to up the security on my account because y'all ain't even checked my ID. Like, But how much money he had in his account? He took out, I think, $2,500. Okay, that's normal. I know, but, but to him, but to yeah. him, he felt like, why y'all ain't asking yeah. for my ID? Why did y'all allow me to take this money out? Just call me and ask me, do you want to have a, a two, like a two password, two thing entry where if somebody try to buy something online, they gotta put this in and put this in, and like they're gonna ask you if you want to have this extra stuff on there. I mean, I don't have no money, so I don't care what they do. It don't matter. If you take, if you take twenty five dollars out my account, you don't care. 
you right. You right. You right, cause I will be mad. I will be mad. I I will be mad. Yeah, yeah, right. Cause I just got a text from a fishing scheme saying that um. My debit card was compromised. I mean, I already knew it was a fishing scheme, but I called Wells Fargo like, hey, bro, y'all need to um, check this shit because niggas out here texting me. <laughs> so, y'all need to get it together. Y'all need to get it together. Bro, get it together. I don't need nobody texting me from a phone nine number telling me some your debit card has been blocked. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, with with the entitlement thing, how do you guys feel about your workplace and I guess white people being entitled to feel like they should be on top of everything? It's frustrating. So, how do you guys feel about that? Because I know it's different mixes. Me personally, I work with majority. We work with majority black people, so yeah. black people feel entitled too. Yes, let's talk about that. Let's that, talk about black really people that think they can do what they want to do because they work for other oh, no, black, black people. Yeah. So just because you work for me and we're cool and we have regular conversations, don't right. mean that you can't keep my <laughs> yeah because you still gotta keep my business going. Right. You're taking money out of my pocket. Right. But what are we doing to make them feel that way? I think we're not as harsh on, on our own time because say you come in there 15 minutes late. you like, oh, I understand. You know, I was 15 minutes late yesterday. You know what I'm saying? you like, you kind of brush it out. But then what happens is now we don't, we in our culture, we don't take an inch. We like to take 20 miles. <laughs> yeah, true. So you was 15 minutes late and I let it slide. Then the next week, now you've been 15 minutes late every day. Then it turns into now you're going to be an hour late. Oh, I just need to go to my doctor's appointment real quick. <laughs> you know, it's just that we don't nip it in the bud early on and keep yeah. that professionalism. Right. So it's on us until as well. Yeah, we until it boils over. Yeah, until it boils over. We said we're cool. We're cool with the 15 minutes. We're not cool with 15 plus 15 plus 15. <laughs> yeah. Respect my lateness. This bitch talking about she be late a full hour every day walking in with Starbucks. All I'm saying How you walk in? I don't walk in with Starbucks. Respect my lateness. But it's a difference when you doing what you supposed to do. And my supervisor show up on time. I will show up on time. Man, it's different when you work for a corporation and when you work for a a an actual business. Like yeah. Like, I mean, I, I employ a lot of um, younger generations, and they are very entitled. And I don't know oh, yes. what that is yes. about, but yes. like, yes. I have a, I had a boy, I had a boy who, you know, he called me on Sunday morning. He's supposed to be at work at twelve o'clock. Calls me and says, uh, I ain't coming to work today. What? So you know, I, I'm like, you know, call me. He texts me. He didn't even call me. Text me. I'm like, no, you need to call me. So he calls me. Group me. He calls me and he says, he says, I ain't feeling it today. I ain't coming. You ain't feeling it today. I said, bet you won't feel it for the rest of the week. So you don't have no opportunity. You, you take, you just take the week off. You take a no unpaid vacation this week. 
because you wasn't feeling it. But every Next week, time he twelve, he what eighteen, seventeen. So he can quit tomorrow and find a job. And then, so, so he kids these days so, don't want to work. But so he it's, it's things that have molded a generation. Because so, even with the army, they do that. They yeah. keep cars now where you can have a stress day. When I joined, we didn't have that. But what the fuck is so I would be stressed every day. But then he stopped coming. He just stopped coming to work. Yeah. So he listened to his parents. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, you know, I fired him. You know, I went in the system. I fired him. He's not rehirable. So you can never ever work for our corporation again. And we own a lot of different businesses. That means that you can never go in any of our businesses and work. And I think young people don't realize the extent of their actions until it's too late. Because now, say you want to work and get a marketing degree at a company and you put this on your resume, but you can't never go work for none of our businesses again. No you trap house for you. You don't think about, they don't think about stuff like that. And I think that that, when we talk about people of African American having entitlement, this young generation, they feel entitled. And I don't even know where it's coming from. No, it's very entitled. But when you gotta think about, as like, when you think about teaching, you think about teaching. You have kids that they participate in like wreck or whatnot. These parents, pretty much all they see is, I paid this money, so my child deserves to receive a trophy. Doesn't matter if they played, doesn't matter if they contributed oh, no, any part of the team, but that's the entitlement right there. Then also, it's kind of like you say, hey, academics is number one, but they these parents put it as, Extracurricular is number one, yeah, so they don't care. They don't care about anything. So that that's the issue that I have. Parents want to argue with me, and I'm like, Are you even worried about your child's behavior in the class? Are you worried about your child's academics? No, You're worried about your child not being able to do something. That's the issue. And my thing is, these parents are not teaching these kids. They're allowing social media to teach them. You know why? Because they was 23 when they had them. Not that they had them. Not that. No, no, no. But it's not that. It's even over all parents. They're just not teaching their kids anything. No, no, no. So that's the issue. Oh, oh. My mom is 61. My mom is 60. I feel like that's a lot of problem. When you got a 35-year-old grandma. Lit. Lit, lit. Yeah, I agree. In our businesses, because how I make kids more professional for their next employer is I fire you. I mean, I don't. I'm quick to fire. But, you know, but that's how they're learning lesson though. Because they're learning for their next job. No, you can't. But what happens? Can I come back and fire you? But they will. I think that's a lot of our problem too. In the black community, we feel like okay, so I know this brother. He's struggling. Yeah. He he.
go to a corporation or corporate America and do that stuff, you wouldn't last 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not being so African American. Yeah. 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 You, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. It's that way. And they, they don't appreciate when you try to give them a helping hand yeah. or a lending hand. Yeah. And then they go, they want to take it too far. Yeah. And then, then you start jeopardizing my job. Yeah. Right. And then you don't understand that I can lose my job by the foolishness that you're doing and you don't care. Yeah. Right. But I'm supposed right. to still be sticking yeah. my neck and out for you. And same conversation at work. No. I, mean, tell the I can't do that no more. A manager can't be about something that you did or said to me. Or whatever, and I'm like, you know, like you got to be really mindful of what you say and what you do around people because at the end of the day, they got to protect their job, and I didn't feel no type of way about it. But he had right. to check with me, and you don't know if I would have said, yeah, I felt offended, I did this, and and you really That's not your job because you think that he's cool because he has a conversation mm-hmm. to do, he play with, but he has to do his job. Yeah. But what if he would not have said anything, and if I would have been above his head, then, then his job mm-hmm. done. Right. So you gotta be mindful, but they yes, take advantage. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, some take advantage. I work yeah. at a college. I've been work. I've worked at four different colleges in athletics. So I'm dealing. I work hands on with students of the age that y'all talking about, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and I hold them accountable. If it's something like them turning in a pass list. I have a cutoff time, Thursday at 5 p.m. If it's not in here Thursday at 5 p.m., I have no excuses. They was like, but it's just a list, Miss Liz. You can add somebody to it. But I try to explain to them, on Friday, Georgia Power said they needed their money. And they're going to turn your lights off if you didn't turn it in. So that's how I try to teach them how to be more responsible and holding them. Because I can't just dismiss them. Because I don't want to send them to this society not prepared to be a professional. So I I try to do things like tickets or... Or uh, yeah, a lot is, of teachable moms. But the moms. thing is, we need their mamas and their dads yeah. to yeah. do that before they can be the only one. I agree. Exactly. Like, it's exactly. like, you don't want to be in my mother's space. But it's like, you need to do that space. before you get here. Because once you get to this space, it's harder and harder for you to understand. But on the flip side, we have kids who come from a background with their parents, their first generation college. In 2018, they're the first person in their family to go to college, so they just don't know any better. Well, they're coming from a family where their they mom got 10 kids. There's no way that she could have really, she doesn't have the resources to teach them. So it's up to us as being young black professionals to help our younger, younger, younger people to be professionals. I agree. We got a whole, we got a whole those parents who didn't know at the time more accountable we got to make it less acceptable to be like you know what you you a young mom you didn't know yeah so we have to make it less acceptable for that shit to be okay that yeah. is and that's all that I'm so once you know that somebody has told your child this now you need to step in and be the reinforcement hey then they such and such tell you that you need to blah 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 yeah you didn't teach them that from the beginning but now that you know that somebody has reached out and told them that you need to put some some fire behind it Devin, do you have kids like that? I think majority of your people be like, oh, I need you to do something right now. Like when the parents call. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten, like, just this semester alone, like, more parents calling, like, I can't make my kid come to school. And I'm just like, I don't understand that. You can't make your kid. What ethnicity? What ethnicity are these children? I I don't remember anything my mama telling me to do. 
But Lori, but mostly black. Was a choice. I'm with you. But I, I also feel like, 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 my neighbor was gonna make sure. That's my mama, my grandma, my granddad, my mama's best friend. So at the end of the day, can we all agree? Can we all agree? We all are responsible for part of it. Yes, we. Yes, has played a part in enabling. Yeah, yeah. And we gotta start. Oh, Come on, David preach. But I mean, real quick before we change the subject, I do want to talk about that motherfucking white entitlement or white privilege. Because I work in corporate America, and that white privilege is fucking real. So this is a ten-hour-long conversation. Okay, so we can move on. We can definitely have it. And the reason, go ahead and say why, because and then I'm gonna wrap it up. But yeah, yeah, and I just. You know, we talked a lot about, I don't know, was it black? I don't know what the fuck it was. We was mostly talking about black, but white privilege now. White privilege is just like, you know, they're so aloof in those corporate office spaces or whatever. And honestly, I will be real and be like, sometimes they might not realize that they're being disrespectful or rude, but they come in, they say what they want to say, they do what they want to do, at no regard for the people of other nationalities or cultures that they're working with like it's just like bitch did you really just say this shit like and it's just Mm -hmm. and you expect me to work with you every day and be cool with you or whatever you want to call it but it's so hard to form those relationships and to be trusting of those people that you have to work with every day yeah Yeah. you know when they feel that way especially because like we said earlier your ignorance you don't get a pass just because you're ignorant. Yeah. Like, just the way I had to pick up a history book, you could have as well. Exactly. You know what's offensive and what's not offensive. Right. Pick and up you a book. No, just keep it out. And yeah, don't, don't say know. nothing at all. Yeah. But they know. Because when they say certain stuff, they lower their voice when they say it. Or they say that. You got to lower your voice when they say it. If you got to say that, this may have yeah. you, but I'm going to say it in here. Yeah. And if we say, and my issue with that whole white, white privilege sometimes, if, if I said the reverse shit, you'd be mad as hell. You'd be yeah. oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Straight emailing. You gonna be mad. Do we always address it when it happens though? No, 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 because I think because I'm scared of retaliation. Yeah, that's what I feel. So I say something right then, so the next person I know, you're not gonna say it either. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I say that because I, my vice president made a comment yesterday, or like two days ago, about my hair. And I mean, it didn't offend me or anything, but I just kind of looked at him like, why was that even necessary? But what am I supposed to say to the vice president? I mean, it's the vice president of my company. What am I supposed to say to him? I'm, sl- I'm glad you brought that up because so I started working for a very conservative comf- company when I first moved to Atlanta. And um, granted, now my cut my hair color was a little wild, right? See, come on. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> it was it was like candy red, a little starburst, a little I blonde, that, you know. It, but it wasn't ratchet though, you know. It was it was just a little. Natural. So in their mind, I think I got one. I think I posted it for your birthday one year. 
Yes. So yeah, we gonna go. Yes. <laughs> while, I, while I tell this story, she gonna look it up. Yeah. So the thing was, so they came to me. And this is my first day on the job because I didn't cut my hair since the interview. Because this is my first day. It's my birthday. <laughs> like, I was in, right. So um, so he had so my manager is white and he had to come to me and say, so is that your hair? Um, is there something we can do about the color because oh. it's not natural and Bitch, you don't know if it's natural. They don't want you to wear that here. Oh, oh. But we know candy red starburst ain't growing out the roots. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she called. She called yeah. She called a candy red You know what? You know what my you know. Accessory.com. Listen, I could be a ginger kid. They could have found a better way to say if it grows from somebody else's head, it's still a natural color. It don't matter if it's your natural color. Yes. Red and green starburst. Red and green A fold for me, like, do I just let the job go or do I try to change my hair color and just neck it out? You know what I'm saying? That shit gonna fall out, yeah, because and I'm natural, and I'm natural, so you know, you got to be real careful about throwing extra color on stuff. But long story short, I ended up staying there maybe 10 months because it did not last long because we put heads on everything. Yeah, so I just got some little tossed over. It was just like some regular color, you know. I was I was brown. I went black because my natural color is black, you know. Right. However, I found out ten months later, they're like, "Yeah, girl, I got to go get my hair color changed," and they had been dyeing their hair, like the white women in the office. So because it was natural to y'all, it was okay for y'all, but it wasn't. But what I was doing with my hair color wasn't natural for y'all, you know. So it was just like not only me, but a girl. She changed her hair color to purple for domestic violence, and they told her she couldn't do that either. Even if she was doing it for a cause, they told her she can do it. But she was black. She was just trying to do it for a cause, and they just wouldn't let it have it. So when you talk about white privilege in corporate America, I see it so much, especially being in HR, like. It's so much stuff we see when we see it at round table with leadership that you can't even imagine how these people really feel about you. You know what I'm saying? And then you go to the break room, like, hey, how are you? Like, they really, you Thank know, you but then I'm like, bro, you want you to shoot it with me? Who was in the gym? Like, you know, because even we talk about the holidays and Martin Luther King and how they just like, oh, we ain't getting Martin Luther King off. We're going to skip over that. Like, it's just so much that they don't take in consideration. It's something um, people say in the back office that they don't say to your face. Yeah, you know that conversation, Trey. Yeah. I work for a Fortune, a big Fortune five, 500 company out here in Atlanta. And no the black people that no work there, I mean, you'll see motherfuckers coming there with Kente cloth on sometimes. I change my hair, but I don't change the colors, but I have curly hair one day, I have straight hair one day, I have braids one day. Come on, sis. You know what I'm saying? And they don't say shit, but I don't know what they say. Say behind. behind oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But right. they Look, don't let that shit rise in the forefront but right. you can imagine based on what your comments are what they say behind those closed doors mm -hmm. but they smile in your face and make you feel and that's why I'm looking for them you want to ask you about your personal life yeah. 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 Yeah.
And HR gonna tell me, go read the handbook. Ugh, lad, boy. Fuck you mean. Ugh, get the fuck off me. Ugh, ugh, girl. I can't stand coming up to the office. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Of course, we're... Y'all should have been here first and foremost before I even go into this. So, shout out to everybody that's here. Because... great i mean all the stuff off topic is super dope but just talking about retaliation especially when you can't trust your hr partners um because i think a lot of times and it's even in our um in our clip before we even get to this part is i hate calling hr they uh, they don't never answer the phone and unfortunately the perception is like that when it comes to hr and i'm hr all day you know however um it's good to have hr friends because a lot of times HR departments are for employers and not for employees because of how they get paid. You know what I'm saying? Like the platform is we're going to do whatever it takes to make them happy and keep them on payroll. However, we need y'all to protect the company. So how do you deal with a, how do you deal with an environment that's like that? Because one, it's a hostile environment because you can't go talk to nobody at your job about what you're dealing with. And then it's like, okay, if I do go talk to somebody about it, is my job on the line? So, speaking on uh, retaliation and being in um, being in HR, my recommendation is always do what's best for you. Like, if you all good employees, and this is a, one of my favorite quotes, all the good employees are always looking for employment. So, no matter how much you like your job, but if you're a good-ass employee, you always looking for something else. And that's just the truth you know so you don't ever get in a compromising situation or you're never in a situation where retaliation is is a part of the situation and you like dang i gotta go find another job i gotta go dust off my resume like it's too late now sis now you gotta be unemployed when it comes to retaliation topic of the day what happened man oh it's time for that topic of the day guess who guess who no but what we talking about it's the topic of the day employee or employee but what is it a customer client patient or employee sexual harassment like an employee sexual harassing uh no like a customer, like a customer sexual harassing an employee. employee so give me an example so <laughs> i had a patient to grab my ass not fidget fondle tickle literally grab my ass like a whole cheek. Like a, whole got a, sheet. a good handful. Yeah. So, let me demonstrate. Did you like this? He didn't do it like this. Did do it like this or did do it like this? He did it like this. Oh. 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 He gripped. So he got a handful. But he yeah. wasn't fine on it. But that's the young they trouble. Right. Definitely. But if that was a zaddy. Get your ass back in the eye. Right.
So that's the next step. Like what I would do is, this is just me a recommendation. Like when you get into your customers and stuff like that, it's just like theft. Police, 911, like what's up? Like, you know. I want to tell the mama, do you want to sell the in court or out of court? But see, you can't even do that because of the. Confidentiality of your patient, you know what I'm saying? Because although it's something that happened, he's still a grown ass man. But you know what I'm she saying? comes to all of his appointments. Is she, she a power of attorney? I don't know, but she needs to be here. I would love if she, she cut that a power shit. of attorney. I'm that's the only support. thing. Now you could call you like for one my pain and stuff like that. Like, and I think because you might have some paperwork. So I would. I mean, I would so, take. I would take it as far as I can. Well, y'all know what I did. What you do? I use my anxiety and PTSD stuff and threw that in there too. That's true. Ooh, it, tr- it, it triggered me. Long. I can't come to work for the next 17 days. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. No, but, but that's what you do. Because to be honest, and it goes back to that white privilege, black privilege. If a white or if that happens for like a white that girl, to Sally. Right. So I think like more people need to put that in writing because there's nothing in our book or handbook that right. says if this happens. Well, so it wouldn't be in the handbook. It will be more so on, especially like when you think about business and you're doing business with your clients. There are certain clauses and contracts, but you never really think about customers because I know right. like waitresses and things like that, like with Hooters and stuff like that. I know they deal with that all the time. I mean, even with strippers, like how do they put it in? You know that line of demarcation, like, oh, you can't touch them because you know security yeah. all over. I'm like, oh no, nah, bro, yeah, get your hands off of them. Like, nah, but even he, he, oh, you know? he just stuck his finger like inside of me. But right. even like with the customers right. at my job, <laughs> we got. Yeah, you could have beat his ass I'll too. I'll tell you what I totally believe in is natural fucking consequences. You shouldn't feel <laughs> fucking bad because that motherfucker grabs you. You shouldn't right. beat his ass. Right. Natural fucking causes. I had a customer who like threw something at one of um, our associates. Like, like when I say threw, it was like this. It was like, pull at her head. Oh. So she... Yeah, I would have beat her head. I would have so beat... So she jumped over the counter and threw something back at her. But they didn't get it. Shoe that is on the wall. You tell me the number. <laughs> 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 
like, 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 harassing the teachers even though they are doing wrong well see with me and let's like, say i guess it gets out yeah it, it's a certain it's a certain level that i'm gonna just remain professional it's a certain level that i'm gonna hang up on your ass and i'm right. gonna right i'm gonna yeah. be like ma'am you're not gonna talk to me like that i'm about to end this conversation and i'll hang up on your ass and i will go to the person and say i'm gonna let you know before it gets to you i'll hang up right. on the fan because they're not gonna talk to me yeah. like that we tell people that all the time and you can't talk respectfully i'm gonna have to talk to you See, I think it goes it goes to both sides because I'm probably one of them customers that I call and don't don't work in a call center. I hope none of y'all work in like nobody call center because I am and again it goes back to I'm privileged in a lot of ways. Like I'm entitled because uh I've been banging here forever. What you mean you gonna charge me the overdraft fee? I told it it was eleven dollars. What you mean thirty four dollars and all of those dollars? situations like that happen and I'd be like bro you know so maybe some parents be you know be out of line like you know just going into that be out of line but they don't understand you know it's like bro you put yourself in this situation how you gonna be upset with me but I'm gonna do what I can to get what right. I want so that way we can be halfway but you know what I'm saying you want someone to do what they can for, you for a situation you, you can't call somebody and be talking to True. Sure. That's that's true. But you know, it started out that way, and that then you like, dang. Yeah. Right. Right. 
But I would definitely, to go back to your situation, I would definitely, like, I don't know how long ago it was, but I would go ahead and I would get a police report if it was within the last... I would say, how long? I would say within the last 30 to 45 days, I would. Like, if it was in the last 30 to 45 days, I would definitely get a police report just to get it in the, you know, in the system. You have the customer's name just to have it on file. I hope. I pass. I better pass. Maybe I should have just walked out. I swear I ain't hanging with them no more. But if I don't pass, I ain't got to pay child support. It's my baby mama. I want child support. She get work for checks, but I stay in court. Nah, nah, nah. I'm a pass. Fuck! The test test. This tip. So it was this dude who played at TCC, and he had to get a drug test. So of course he smoked a lot of weed, like a lot of college students do. Um, he decided to get somebody to uh, pee for him. He got a female's pee. So he got the pee, got in the cup, and this is why I don't use microwaves at gas stations. He put the pee in the microwave at the gas station near the no, testing center. So this shit was boiling. It was boiling. So he go ahead, take it to the center, and the lady was like, "Look, I'm just let you go and come back because first of all, there's period blood, and I know you're now female, and this pee is 106 degrees." She said, "If you was pissing like this, your dick would have fell off." So needless to say, I had took him. I was like, "You're a fucking idiot. We can no longer talk because you're stupid." Hold on. Hold on. Wait, is somebody you was having relations with? Yeah. Girl. I ain't not. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I knew was it was going to call. Was it Chopi? No, <laughs> But first of all, why would he take get a female's pee? And she's on her period. And she was on her period. Like, I don't understand. Like, just, like he wasn't he like, don't. like the, they don't have contracts for stuff like that. Like, you say your pee? You gonna tell me, period? Yeah. But I guess right. you know, yeah. the, I'm sure it was like a homegirl. Because that's normally how it rolls. It but gotta be. Like, but I would even tell would him. Say, Can you reschedule it because it kind of fell at the wrong time of the month? The lady was like, look, I'll let you come back in 30 days. Because I felt like she felt bad. Because you time. just don't know. But yeah, my girl is mad because you put the piss in the microwave at the gas station. Yeah, people I use that microwave. I think I'm surprised for him to come back in 30 days, though. Cause no, he had a love and hip hop moment. Cause I threw that. But it was, it was. She was, she didn't. She didn't record it. I think he was flirting with the nurse. Oh. Uh, so he was scheming, scheming. So you sitting outside and he inside flirting with letting. When did she put the pee on? But you still put that period pee in the microwave at the gas station. People be warming up their food in that gas station, bro. I didn't even know people use the gas. Right, because you got clots all or, in the car. Or, 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 or what? Don't smoke. If you know you're trying to get this job, just don't smoke for 30 days. Right. Drink plenty of water. <laughs> uh, 
So was was that random or he was just doing the drug test? Oh, see that randoms be different though. They said they don't start no alcohol testing because you have more people being drunk than freaking high. People in the military can drink. So where do I sign my paperwork? Because I I got to get all the way out, and y'all gonna piss test me for alcohol. It's gonna be there. If I got to be in formation at four thirty, I'm gonna drink. Hey, what you gonna drink though? No. You already know. What's my name? That is Fred. Quavo. So at the end of the day, y'all, please don't use a woman's same, pee. It need to be same sex. Yes, same sex. Wrong temperature. It don't even need to be same sex. It need to be a same person. Some of these are going on the same person. We're not putting no hand to get married one after two sisters. Twenty four hours. I you. I know somebody that used a, a kid people like. That shit wild, that's bro. That's funny. That shit oh, wild. That shit wild, bro. They can tell. They can tell the age. They can tell sex. I cannot. You can tell all of that by by degrees. Wow. I got my sex change. But it better be on that paperwork. Right. Sex to the P gonna still be P. This is same P though, right? That's what he should have said. Yeah, I identify as a woman. So at the end of the day, don't do drugs, y'all. All right, just don't do drugs. Y'all, right. we want to thank everybody that came so much, man. We really turned up. Oh, we did. We did. It was a great, great time. This really was dope. It was. That's a dope people. Dope people. Mommy. We want to shout out our sponsor. Mommy. And my baby was here too, y'all. He you not sponsoring us, August, but... You want more fruit? Okay, hold on. So, we want to definitely shout out... Mickey. On the ones and twos. No, I'm talking about the food. The wings was... Mickey! The wings was dope. I said she was on... I'm, oh, I'm yeah. talking about ones and twos. I'm talking about the food. Oh, yeah, yeah, the food. Yeah! Favors and flavors. Flavor, flavor. No, we just no. playing. Favors. Hey, but the flavors on them on the wings and that scrum. Oh, I'm about to wrap some up into some luminous Oh, favors, yeah. favors and flavors. Cajun twist. Uh, yes. she's located at eleven seven seven five North Fall Lane, Suite one zero three. Y'all know you in, Af- in Alpharetta, Georgia, and it's they're on DoorDash. Um, oh, the hours are op- yeah, the hours of operation. Bitch, I can't read. Oh, I, I got you. two degrees, ho. I hear you now. Tuesdays and Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And they cater. They're on Facebook and Instagram. Hey. And tell the name again. It is Favors and Flavors. And they also have a wine and cigar bar located. Oh, yeah. You know, it's all like in one. Like, we got dope people we in our life. We're going to have to do our next um, live there. That'd be dope. That Shut that shit dope. down, cause she she the she the head bitch in charge of oh. firing people and shit. Right, right. But well, we appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Happy oh, work. Hey. But I'ma go. Is it Thanksgiving?
Nah, this one ain't. Well, we're going to tell y'all happy Thanksgiving. I cannot. We are. We're not going to talk to them. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Don't act like that. Oh, my bad. She's trying to let go of y'all early. I still love y'all, though. Bye.